0: Michael Gevin here with Jumpstart Sessions. So I'm super excited to bring you these one on one coaching sessions. These are kind of behind the scenes and coaching videographers and filmmakers. And if you'd like to kind of Cherry pick what you'd like to even listen to on each episode. You can go to jumpstartsessions.net, and on there, you'll be able to find the show notes for each and every single episode. There's also an assessment that I have each person take that I coach. You'll be able to see their results on the show notes page for each episode. You'll also be able to take the assessment yourself so you can kind of compare results. If you yourself would like to be coached on a Jumpstart Session, you'll also just go to jumpstartsessions.net and it'll say, get coached on the podcast. You fill out a questionnaire and as of right now, they are free as long as they can be used as a podcast episode. And so ultimately, that's all I've got for now. I'm super excited for you to listen to this episode. So let's rock and roll. All right, man. Well, yeah, that's the, let's rock and roll here. So basically to start out, my man, Steve, I would love for you to tell myself and everybody will be listening. uh, Just a little bit about your situation, a little bit about your background and kind of what you've got going on in business right now and and potentially where the kind of sticky points are kind of the struggles.
1: And uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Um, I kind of, uh, I kind of do a lot of different things. So, um, I live in Brownsville, Texas. I moved down here about six years ago okay. uh to help my dad out. He had a warehousing business. Okay. Um I was a musician in the Dallas Fort Worth area and um he he had it for a long time and I was kind of in the middle of stuff and I was kind of in a position to to do it and I said, Okay, I'll move down there and <clears throat> just continue to play music and that's what I was doing pretty much full time. Came down, did that. Uh, my dad got sick and passed oh, in the time that I was here within a couple of years. So throughout that time, I was kind of trying to navigate being a musician, taking care of my dad, and learning how to run that business,
0: okay.
1: um, which is just a general third-party logistics warehousing business. Um, in that process, we needed marketing and photos and video and stuff like that. So I, I was just all over the place and I think that's kind of where I still am now. I, I do now have this photography and videography business that I've started. Um, honestly, I bought all this equipment to take pictures of myself and do videos of my music.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I don't, I don't think I've done it for myself once yet except maybe a couple of photos. Okay. Um, it turned into this whole other thing where all of a sudden, hey man, that was a cool video. I did one for my gym for free just because I bought a new camera yep. and is that the one on I the website
0: with the little motion graphic where you did kind of one angle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah. Cool. So, well, even Good. the first one was just, it was literally the guy doing the pull-ups and okay. he's talk, talking about, he's <laughs> just like, I'm the gym, and I'm just set at one place. Yeah. And it, it, it's so easy. It was so funny. He just saw it and I was like, yeah, we could totally make that. I did a little bit in college. Okay. Um, I was, I uh, went to the University of North Texas and was on the video crew there. So I got a taste of, you know, filming things and, you know, I did a lot of sports. And so it was football, basketball, um, our soccer team, volleyball teams. I mean, so were you, I got to you be my photo
0: volleyball. or just photo? Just video. Just video. Okay.
1: Yeah. So we were the video crew. So we would do like the practices for the football team. I would travel with them and film their games um, all the, the, the women's, uh, volleyball and soccer teams, we would go there, tennis tournaments. So, you know, I got the feel of being behind a camera and kind of getting shots. I had no idea what I was doing. It was just sure. kind of like,
0: yeah,
1: going I was like a club. first year RTVF student. And then anyway, so back to this, I, it turned into a thing to where, I mean, in May I did a Kingston era. It was a big deal. It was was by far the biggest project that led me to a a photography gig that I'm doing in November for a wedding. So it's been super random and I haven't really figured out how to navigate it all or put it together or make something of it. It just kind of is Steve Hughes Media. And what does that mean? I don't really even know yet, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. After I did that Kate Zodera, this uh, friend of mine I just said, can you do my wedding in November? And I was like, yeah. And I showed her the videos and she goes, no, I just want photography. <laughs> and I was like, well, I know, okay, <laughs> yes, I can do it. Yeah. By November, I will have fallen into enough. Obviously, you've gone through the wedding pro um, already. It's awesome. Um, but uh, now I need to learn how to be a photographer, not just a videographer. So, um, it's opening my, it's opening up my mind to a lot of different avenues. I didn't think I would be able to, uh, explore, but, um, I, I just, like I said, I'm already scatterbrained as it is to begin with. So i sure. going to do a warehouse and I also, I coach CrossFit as well. Okay. Okay. So, um, and then I'm trying to play music and you know, so <laughs> it's really hard to like, uh, keep everything organized I guess because yeah. I'm just generally not I'm pretty organized like but I could you know the musician in me is just a mess
0: <laughs> well there's been I mean it's interesting because I, I I kind of I don't share a ton like I'm not I mean mainly this is in podcast form for when I'm doing these and so I'm not sharing yeah. these these graphs and like going through the assessment hardcore that you you took um you know am I friends of behavioral profiler and I've known him for about five years now and he did my wedding and uh I've like studied this stuff for a while and so I know a a good chunk about it I I like to have it help kind of guide you know the conversation a little bit because there's enough that I I know that it helps me guide it one way or another because what I found is is you know and I say this a lot a lot of the advice that can be given is not from a place of understanding the individual at all and so you know, here's what I did. You know, you could do it too. But what I did and how you're wired may be two different things, and so there'll be a sure. there'll be a lack of alignment there. So, ironically enough, on this one graph, not quite frankly, except for this one line that's called the theoretical, we're very similar. Like in a lot yeah. of ways, uh, the, the the things look very very similar. You're you're a lot's probably uh, book smart than I am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the theoretical
0: lines a lot higher than mine.
1: Uh, I don't know what questions
0: I answered that made me look much smart. Yeah, depends. <laughs> the There's one where you, you reorganize what books you would read and things like that. So probably the things oh, yeah. that you were potentially attracted to were a little different for me. I, I'm you're yeah. you're still going to be a very experiential type of guy that that learns from you know trial and error and experience rather than than learning through books. But I mean, I'd ask you a question. I mean, do you like to 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 do you have an itchy brain per se from like wanting to learn and uh, either read or listen to things? Is that something that you... I mean,
1: you went oh, to school, all, right? Yeah, I did. I did. And I went to school for a long time, and I never finished. <laughs> because, um, you probably kept changing the direction, though. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I started as a general music student. I went to I went to music education. I tried jazz studies for a bit. Said all my All my music lessons teachers were like, if you don't want to... If teach, you know, get a degree in something else, you know. That, and you my parents dragged, said,
0: dragged around, yeah. So I went to
1: UBF and I did that for a little bit. And then I was like, oh my God, I've started a complete new music degree. Yeah. So then I ended up with sociology. By that time, I was playing so regularly in bands that I kind of, and I was making a living off of it. So I was kind of like, oh. I'll just take a break when I'm ready to go back to school. You know, go back to school, and then it yeah, just I never couldn't happened.
0: tolerate school at all. I didn't even go to college, so that's where our yeah. difference is, because I couldn't tolerate it at all. And you yeah. had some level of toleration for it that you were able to still like. Was there was a level thing. of it, that
1: you yeah. something
0: out of. While simultaneously, you're like, I, I don't like this at all.
1: I don't. I, I learned more and more as I went to school that. I didn't like the way it was structured and I like to just learn on my own. And I've learned, I mean, even since, you know, things like YouTube and all that kind of stuff getting really popular. um, It's just even to learn how to do something on YouTube, there's a hundred different ways. So yeah, um, that's
0: the problem. And what's happening. I mean, I'll say being, you know, similar to you in a lot of ways, had I not started my business when I started it, I, I, they've already experienced what the today availability of information has done to me. Luckily I had enough of a track record of, of success per se that yeah. I had something to compare against, but you know, the amount of call it shiny object squirrel moment, whatever you want to call it of just like diverting and changing direction. What I find is, is from a professional aspect from a business aspect, uh, it's something that it's very difficult to gain success when you, you change direction every three weeks, three days, three months, whatever. And yeah. I had enough, like up until I started my company in high school, actually, I was, I mean, I had a candy machine, candy machine business. You know, I did uh, the, the lemonade stand. I mean, I tried all these different things. I had so many different interests. I thought I was going to go to college. For kinesiology and be a personal trainer at Valley Total Fitness, and you know just so many things. And I kind of fell into video. And when I, 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 you know, my dad works at a cemetery, so I started doing slideshows. And you know, I, I, I just kind of, I made about four thousand dollars. I filmed some things at school. I made eight thousand dollars my senior year. And when I, you know, was going to graduate, I was like, I, I don't really know. What I would do, but maybe if I could make sixteen thousand dollars this next year, if I kind of went more in, I told my parents just give me one year, and I really didn't want to go to college, so I I, I kind of went all in. But I was still, I mean, my company was called Geb's Total Video because the guy said you're going to do everything right, and so there was that level of film a funeral one day, film a graduation another day, a dance recital, you know, transfer somebody's old eight millimeter tapes to DVD. I mean, I did a little bit of everything, and there was a place in time where you know, I think on my QuickBooks, it said, I don't know, somewhere between three to 500 transactions. And I was able to bring in though about $60,000 in revenue. But I mean, that was working like every day, all the time, because there'd be something I'd spend 30 hours on, you know, for some random Photoshop job that I would literally get somebody's black and white photo and figure out how to turn it into color and restore it. And it took me <laughs> forever but they're paying me 40 bucks or $30, you know, and then I might do something else that I spent the same amount of time that made me $500. Uh, But it was just, you know, when I finally really looked at the business four to six years in, I realized that, you know, 80% of my revenue was coming from weddings, but I was spending 80% of my time just on anything and everything that walked or crawled because I had the competence and the capability to do it because I had a camera, I had an editing, you know, I had a computer that could edit. And so my squirrely brain, just anything that that I, I like people, you know, and I like to please people. So there's that level of, well, I can do it. You know, you say yes to everything. And so, but from a professional business standpoint, if you were the person that does everything, it's one thing to have a business that does everything with potentially multiple people within it that are good at those different things you offer. But when you as a solo individual are just saying yes to everything and doing everything, it's it's hard to gain any major traction, because if yeah. if there isn't anything really resonating that you're happening to start going deeper in, then it's just this endless. Well, I shot three weddings this year, two quinceañeras, I I filmed a, a couple music videos. I, I you know you just everything's different. There's no depth anywhere. That's where it's just it's difficult and 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 that might, depending on your financial needs, well, that could work, right? Like, if, I mean, you know, I, I think you put in there something around $50,000. So so on certain levels, if you got to that 40 to 60 grand being random, well, that would be great. Uh, yeah. the, the problem is lucking your way and accidentally in your way, I think into 30, 60, $100,000 when there's no depth and in the day and age where, I mean, somebody like you who's similar to me if you haven't gotten the traction yet, then you're gonna be probably constantly distracted on a daily basis by the volume of, of opportunities and different things you can go after, things promising that this is the way and do it this way and you, you know, push a few buttons and you'll gain money. And what I found is, is when I did my first wedding, I literally, my mom cleaned houses and she had uh, somebody she cleaned that just got married and had a DVD. That was my only example as a model to look at in 2005, I think it was, 2005, I filmed my first wedding. That was the only example I could look at. I mean, obviously, now you could spend the rest of your life 24 hours a day and never watch every wedding video that's, you know, available to watch. Yeah. And so, in every industry, it's like that. And that, that can cause issues. I mean, for me, outside of having the momentum I had in video, I started an app business with my brother at one point in time, you know, and it was just something I wanted to do with him, but it never gained any traction. But the the promise of financial freedom and, you know, automation and passive income and all these things that they promised for this $2,000 course, the thing I harp on so much, which I'm so passionate about is a lot of the people, even in online course businesses, um, even if you look at like Parker, a full-time filmmaker and and, and his brothers and the people running those things, overall they're, they're more the opposite of us. You know, they love studying the numbers and the data and the systems and the structure and the formulas and the framework. And I recorded it once. I don't want to say it again. And so if we buy into that, but realizing we're not those types of people that want to sit and look at Facebook ad analytics for two or three hours out of our day, which is what I saw in a time management video from Parker, is that the first two hours ish of his day is spent studying his Facebook ads and optimizing. Yeah. Yeah. And so The problem with that is, is that if that is something we buy into and we don't have any self-awareness about ourselves, we'll keep losing because there's great people and he, I mean, he's got great stuff and other people like him have great things. But what's never sold into those things is helping align with one's personality. The irony is, is the 80-20 of, of this whole situation with Jumpstart Sessions so far is that, which is, I don't think too coincidental, but out of the seven I've recorded, let's be the eighth one I've recorded, I think only two people are my opposite right now that I've done calls with. Uh-huh. The rest are very similar to me because, because that's what I'm attracting. Like the people who yeah. are going to be, because, and, and not just what I'm attracting, the other people are listening, but they're less inclined to do this call yet because a person who's our opposite, has got to build a lot more trust before they're going to do something. So they're, they're going to watch, they're going to observe, they're going to, they're going to take it in. They're going to think about it. And then after they've seen 10 of them, they're going to be like, okay, I can do it. You know, yeah. so there'll be, there'll be more of you. Cause you're just like, I resonate with this guy. Cause we're, we're similar. And so you yeah. resonate and you're like, ah, oh, sure, let's try it out. What the heck? You know, whereas yeah. the opposite's like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. So all that being said, what I would ask you that, that is a question I've, I've thought, thought about a lot. I, I ask you, you may have heard it on a call if you listened, but is the aspect of just imagining, which you did, and I think I already have this answer, but we're going to tweak it just slightly for a second because, you know, if you didn't need money, you said you'd play music all the time. You know, and so yeah. we know that in life, no matter what it is that we choose to do, there can be things that are simpler to do than others. And and music is one of those areas that, unless you literally are all in and a whole slew of other variables, and your financial needs, again, it is an area that can be difficult to ever in your lifetime, you know, make it where you're. You know, you're the guy making gobs of money being a musician but I know people who their needs are less and it's like they play the gigs on the evenings they get the 300 bucks the 500 bucks they do them regularly and it's a life you know that you live it's not a bad life you know but it's it, it, it's a life where there's probably sacrifices in other areas depending on relationships other things and sometimes when you get into that that's where I've seen some it's not that it would have never worked it's that they basically gave up they stopped you know yeah. and, and you see so many musicians or different people who've got the talent. And I think that there's a level of the talent wasn't the problem. It's that they ended up stopping and it might've taken 20 years, 30 years, five. You don't know what it's going to well, take when that break's going to happen.
1: The right. I'll give you on that is that I feel that as a musician, my years playing as a musician, <clears throat> one of the things I lacked most was media presence, having that as something to use and now people take their you pictures put that
0: you said lack of online activity was something holding you back and i guess you you say oh, yeah. that in general uh, for yeah me, and, well for and so now that's,
1: that's where i'm trying to kind of navigate and, and and so i'm 33 I, i'm 33 and, and and that's where i'll be 30 uh, you, you are too yeah <laughs> uh, well, i'll be uh so I'll be thirty-four in August next month. Okay, I'll be thirty-three so the actually. So the you and I came up around the same age, where we saw the internet be created, and yeah, sure. we've seen it grow to what it is now. We saw Facebook when it was coming out. We had MySpace. We saw the beginning rumblings. I met my of social... wife on MySpace. <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> fiance. Well, I met her in middle school, but we reconnected through Facebook. Well, yep. Um, many many years later so it's become such a huge part of our lives and i think we made really really big mistakes at the beginning by going like well i don't know, this face. I don't even know what that is you know yeah. we would go sidewalk the uh, chalk the sidewalks and pass out flyers and do all that stuff and so even some of my buddies still are just coming around and we're finding these followings that we didn't even know existed yeah because we didn't put anything out, you know one of the hardest things when we were all playing in that era was getting a photographer to go take pictures of your shows. A video was <laughs> a, a nicely produced video was completely unheard of,
0: yeah, sure all
1: of your money went to going to record in a studio, yep. so I kind of you know as I've gone through i've I would be happy being able to incorporate this into my music and just producing all of my own content because I'm also a multi-instrumentalist. So I play drums, bass, guitar, saxophone, piano. I sing. I mean, so this idea of what I've been trying to create is just an amalgam of everything put together where I can create visually, um, uh, you know, I can create good music. I can create all of those things and put them together. But, um, like I said, I haven't even touched that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the irony is I just, I just was sending a, a, a message to one of the guys I coached because he was asking me about, he said he was talking about influencers and stuff. And right. he said he heard this one thing of a YouTuber saying, oh my gosh, you know, I, I work harder as a YouTuber than I did as a freelancer. And I work harder as a freelancer than I did as an employee. And there's this joke, you know, that you trade working 40 hours a week for somebody else to work 80 hours a week for yourself. You know, I think <laughs> there's ways of dialing things in that I have definitely experienced where it doesn't have to be that way. But you better bet your bottom dollar that the the big picture of certain areas and certain things do typically. Like I think of the musician. There was an event and there's a soundbite from me where you know a musician doesn't make one song and then just shove it down people's throats until they like it. They just keep <laughs> writing music, writing music, and you never know when or if the hit's going to ever happen for you. And then if the hit happens, you might get more and more hits or you might be, of course, the one hit wonder. And you, wonder. there's really not a, there's no science to it as to, oh yeah, this is what you do, but you got to keep doing it. And you, you win. I, I was just listening to this thing with Jordan Peterson and, and Joe Rogan. And I always like to kind of preference whatever you think of people. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I just like to learn and observe, but you know this yeah, idea that when when Very joe started it he's had people saying you have got to cut these things down they're ridiculous nobody's going to listen to three and a half hour interviews or two and a half hour interviews you're going to be lucky to get through 30 minutes to an hour and because he wasn't doing it for money and he wasn't doing it for other people he basically intuitively is like i don't really care like they don't have to watch the whole thing <laughs> they can stop whenever they want i'm doing this for me i'm not going to put in the extra effort to edit down and now that little gut instinctual thing was one of his greatest advantages and now you know when people thought he was crazy he just kept doing it now people are like how did you do it and the greatest successes (laughs) I see are either built on accident because they just kept doing the thing they loved and they were able to sustain it somehow so whether or whether or not that thing that you love makes money today the ability to sustain it whole bunch of other things in life. I mean, obviously, you know, as you know, you're kind of mentioning, I mean, I've got really talented friends in video and other areas directing, you know, but that's all hidden on hard drives and in their house. The scripts are in their house. Like nobody knows that they do it or nobody sees it or hears it or views it. So it's like, you can't have it die inside of you or inside of your house or a hard drive. But there is that level of you got to get it out there and then a whole bunch of things got to take place that we don't know whether or whether or not we'll ever have that quote unquote break. But the people that I see that have that success are always out of a level of they're doing that thing that they wouldn't, like they don't care if they get paid for and they just love it. And I think that you see people who go bankrupt or lose everything and then have these big successes because they realize that they failed doing something that they did not enjoy. And now by proxy, they're going, well, I could fail again. I already know what that feels like. So if I'm going to quote, quote, fail again or go bankrupt or lose everything again, I'm going to at least have a blast doing it. So I'm going to do things I love. And out of that love and passion, and I don't really care anymore because I've already lost everything, they get this big success. And a lot of us either – intuitively do it naturally and we just keep doing that thing we love and then some point in time potentially something happens or we never work on the thing we love and we do things we don't love and we end up losing that way and we go okay well at least the next go around I'm gonna at least focus on things I'm not doing anything I don't love anymore yeah. and so there's that level as I would I would probe to you is that if music because I mean I ask that question to everybody I always get the, if, if, if you did any money what would you do And honestly, I don't know a percentage right now, but there's a good chunk of people who, you know, put, um, the keep doing what I'm doing. You know, the thing they're kind of working on is what they want to do. But the ones who type in, yeah, I wouldn't even mess with this stuff at all if I didn't have to. Like the skill set I possess, which is what I'm kind of gauging from you a little bit, the skill set you're learning and possessing with photo and video is something you want to quote unquote use on yourself. Which is hard, which is hard in and of itself to be a musician and to be able to, besides setting up static cameras, it's hard to, you know, uh, utilize that skill for yourself. But
1: well, I, have a, I have a very, uh, cooperative fiance who humors me a lot and she has been kind of my for that. Yeah. And she actually helped me with that quinceanera. She did the photos for me because she actually is a pretty good photographer herself. But, right. um, I, I did the majority of it, but she would, she's She's been kind of uh, trying to follow along so that in the future, if she does feel that she reaches, you know, if we feel that she reaches a skill set where she wants to kind of, that would be the idea to jump in with me and help me manage some of this. She's um, your opposite,
0: she, I imagine.
1: Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in a is. lot of
0: ways, obviously there's certain values and things you guys possess and things that are similar. Be
1: the organizers. Yeah. The yeah. stuff that I'm like, yeah. The I guy I just to talked
0: to before this, he, He's like us and his girlfriend just quit her job. I guess she was a bartender. She's been bringing a lot of money Um, and he has a job actually still, but she's filling in all the weak spots that he just isn't good at, you know, follow up, email, maybe a proposal, whatever. So, you know, if you're significant, there is that ability to collaborate because a lot of us tend exceptions to the rule, but tend to end up with our opposite. So, you know, we need, me and you need somebody who's our opposite because otherwise there's a lot that falls through the cracks and we forget about and we're just like whatever and, you know, it's a blessing and a curse. But at the same time, if we've got that support. Now, I would ask you that question because this idea of the music thing, but let's take it into professional for a second. Let's say you're going to attempt to continue to go down this path of having your own video production company. You know, what are the things, I mean, what I'm seeing right now, it seems like you've mainly made like music video type of edits, but you've mentioned now some photography. There's a wedding, wedding for photography, yeah. uh, video. What, what aspects okay. do you really, if we could have a magic wand and you could spend more time in, in certain areas, either video or photo, um, and you quote unquote had to choose, I don't believe we ever of course have to, but let's just, let just play around here for a second. Like what are areas that you gravitate towards the most?
1: Uh, so I, I i guess a better way just to preface that a little bit to answer it would say uh to to be cre- to 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 create i guess mm-hmm. so uh, video is such a powerful medium that um music videos uh, are my favorites both produce music videos like Oh, there's a director. We're doing this. We have a story and sets and live music videos where live performances are filmed. Sure, Those are sure. some of the more powerful things to me because you can go, you know, when you go to a concert and you see the band, it's much more engaging, right? Then if you just listen to the CD or listen to a live album, you don't get that full experience. So, uh, I love the video aspect of what I do. I'm very intrigued by the photography aspect, and it kind of got me back into video. To be honest, I, I bought the camera and I was like, oh, "I want to have better pictures than just my iPhone," even though the freaking phone cameras are amazing now. But yeah, I wanted to have more control. And I have a, an uncle who's a photographer, and so kind of called him. Said, "Hey, I'm buying a camera. Blah blah blah." Started taking some photos, and I wanted more. You know what I mean? I was kind of like. Photos are beautiful and you can do a lot with them, but I kind of was taken back in that moment to college when I was following action on yeah. sports. I was doing this, I was doing that. And I had seen the Parker while well, uh, the full-time filmmaker, course, I mean hundred times at that point. <laughs> yeah, I just and, um, yeah. So I was i watched the hour video. So I watched the hour video and does the movements. I was like, I knew some of the movements and yeah. from, from school and, um, And, and so I bought it. I just was like, you know what? If I've, if it's in the back of my mind and I'm doing it every day now at this point and I'm practicing and I want to, I'm interested may as well, you know, because it's like you say, right now I'm running my, my dad's warehouse and that is not at all anything close to what
0: So that is still your main source of revenue then? So you're running your dad's warehouse? Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and and so you know it's a kind of a thing where i'm not too tied to it i do you know, so my mother i i now give her what my dad received just so that i don't get too comfortable there cuz i could just get i could fall into one of those situations where it's like well i don't have to do anything anymore or ever again and just waste away i mean you know uh, yeah, not to you, be are you
0: saying that in the sense that financially on certain levels you're good to go with this situation and it could cause no. you to-
1: like financially with my warehouse, I'm making enough to where I'm not comfortable. Okay. To where I need other – I need to find something so but that when know, I – What's do, the
0: thing you were saying about financially you're giving your mom money that you would have had, that your dad would have had, that you're – Yeah, bit so instead you're of
1: – you know, when my dad passed, instead of me going, well, I'm running it now, I'm going to start taking – I just kept paying her his income, and I kept taking my income so that –
0: because you're saying if you had that additional revenue, you could potentially be like, yeah, I'm good to go here. Like I've got what I need.
1: I could see it happening just with the way that I am. I could see myself yeah. getting lazy and going, hey, all bills are paid. I don't got any worries. I got all the money that I need. Well, this is
0: the thing because you're going to be – I mean the problem with the way we're wired is there's a lot more dreaming that we can have yeah. going on than we actually have action. And, yeah. and drive like the guy I just talked to before yeah. this based on this one assessment there's this red yellow green and blue line and the red line is dominance and drive and a lot of the people including myself and you that I talked to their line on the red and the drive is actually not that high it's not above 50 yeah. which typically means it's not in play now that doesn't mean we have zero drive and don't want to do anything but we can tend to fall into what you could call lazy and where's that guy maybe I mean, a little burnout Yeah, well, I mean, me and you will walk into a room and look around, and, you know, let's say there could be some things that need to be fixed. We're going to tend to try to overlook those things and be like, (laughs) he's coming in and he's like, well, you know what? Let's bulldoze that wall because he wants to create problems and challenges because his busyness factor is like through the roof. I've got to be doing things. If there's not a problem, I'm going to create a problem. Me and you are like, everything's cool. There's no problems. Even if there is one, I don't see it. I'm going to avoid it. I want (laughs) to avoid conflict, avoid confrontation but the problem with that is is if we don't recognize where we fit to make something happen then you could stay in this kind of dream phase and not and and be okay with that it's not it's a bad thing but from a business standpoint things take some drive they take some action they take some focus and 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 depending on what you're motivated by you know there's a level of building the video production thing you know, could cause more conflict away from the thing that you really love to do than it does actually create opportunity for you. Because if you, if it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, it's like you're saying, I got into this for this, and now I never do any of it. I don't know if you're, it still looks like you're playing music, but you also said you didn't yeah. film yourself, you're not doing so the So that's thing.
1: where I guess I'm finding that balance now because what uh, what my goal and my end goal, and what's kind of taking most of the time, and I guess some of that drive away, is that. Um, so, I have a couple siblings. I'm pretty much the only one equipped to run that warehouse. And that warehouse is kind of a little ball and chain on me right now. And so, what the end goal with this, and hopefully this will be coming within the coming months, is that um, there's been, you know, we deal with raw materials in one big company, okay? Now, they were bought and sold. So there's that transition, the building, we occupy landlords. I'm on my third landlord in a year. It's just been sold and bought. So when I was in a position to kind of step back and say, Hey, uh, you know, you guys can run this now. I'll take this income now. And now I can start pushing my own business, my music, doing all this kind of stuff where I'm not so tied up over there. Mm -hmm. Um, so all this stuff started happening within the past I don't know three or four months, and that's why I was rocking and rolling. Steve Hughes Media was getting jobs. Okay, I was cool. producing. I was specializing kind of in, in like social media spots. Perfect. So that's why they're like a little music with a yep. one minute, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's what people wanted. I was charging three hundred <laughs> bucks a pop for a minute video. So yeah, you'll more getting that. <laughs> yeah. And then so, and then I went out and bought a drone and I was going to get my drone pilots. I haven't even had a chance to go drive out to do it, you know? And so now that the dust has kind of settled with these acquisitions with, you know, the warehouse and everybody knows where we stand and we know where they stand. um, We, uh, everything's kind of getting back. I'm kind of finding a, a better flow state. That's even why I book that show because I was kind of like, okay, I can breathe again. Um, I did that quinceanera and then um, a liquor store saw my barbershop video, hired me to do their spot. Um, a friend's sister was getting married and saw my quinceanera photography, loved it, wanted me to go do her wedding. So I think, you know, but it, but it is one of those things where I feel like I need to focus, and I, I've talked about this with my fiance. Like, man, we should focus on one thing because the problem is it can get very out of hand. Like you said, just like hey, I got to do the real estate here, and then I got because I'm getting calls for well, real estate. Happen,
0: I mean, the other thing too is is, is also just from the pricing because when when I said that sixty thousand dollars a year and going nonstop, again the rates, the average rates were probably all under thousand dollars for everything. But everything yeah. takes chunks of time. And if yeah. you can figure out a way to end up being able to, the way I did is, is starting to continually elevate the prices, and now you know you start averaging. You go from zero to a thousand, a thousand to three thousand, three thousand to six thousand, six thousand to ten thousand, and then you know the average for us, you know, on things we even do now that we get projects are you know four to twelve thousand on average to be on the project. Um, yeah. But that that four grand for something that may in total time take two days of shooting and a few days of editing, you know, would have been a whole month, obviously, of projects, you know, of (laughs) of doing things all day, every day. And and that's where you'll get overwhelmed. You'll get burned out depending on how many projects that you're actually excited about that you do versus ones you're not. Because I I got overwhelmed because I was just – I was taking everything and I wasn't proud of like a lot of the things I did. I'm like, ah, yeah. I just kind of threw this thing together. And, and if you <laughs> if you haven't heard me say the, the subway model and people have joked, it's like, yeah, subway makes lots of money and it's a model and there's lots of ways to do something. But the subway model is I don't walk into subway and say, Hey, make me whatever you want. You know, I trust you. It's I'm telling you what I want and you make it like, don't put, right. I didn't want onions on there. Don't put any onions. Cause you want on. you <laughs> think onion should be on there. And so we can tend to, some of the stuff you're describing, there can be a little bit of that. And again, without conflict, it's like whatever somebody wants, you're like, I got it. I got it. I got to take care of it. Whatever you want, you just let me know. Show me a video. Cheesy car commercial. I got it. No, no worries. I'll make that for you. I think it might be stupid, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to make it. You're going to give me 300, 400 bucks. Good. And that'll that'll create a, a business. That'll keep you busy. But how long will you sustain that before you either get bored or burnt out or you want to change directions? Cause it's just not, you're not proud of it. You're not excited. Uh, and it's great to do those kind of things to get going, but then to stop and continue to evaluate which ones do you love, which ones do you not, and 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 then find your own to where it's not that you only make one, you know, one thing for one person and that's it. You don't work with anybody else, but there is levels of developing potentially a style you know which i think you've kind of already got now what i found is is that there's a big difference the last guy I just was talking to what i'm noticing is a trend is that they're making the kind of videos that i made when i started which really capped at what i could charge which is basically just a music video it doesn't matter not music video for a band but just clips and music um, the music yeah. you know i mean anybody and everybody can use one of those things on some level. And especially in that $300 to $1,000 range, you can probably get them all day long for anybody. We'll pay three to 500 a $1,000 for just a 30, 60 second, 90 second beauty shots. And, and they'll get excited about it. But the the ability to keep making those and have those continually provide value is is difficult because there's only so many of just the like, clips to music you can make for, I call it kind of the one trick pony. You're going to go in, you're going to make that barbershop one video. How many more like that are you going to make them? It's the exact same.
1: Run, well, I wants another one. I mean, he's like, we'll oh, do it the same. I'm kind of like, I don't want to make the same video for
0: you. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, right. Again, I'm not telling <laughs> to turn down money, but what I was going to say is, is, is a way to elevate that where it starts to bring them a lot more value. Now, this is where from an editing standpoint, because I'd imagine that, you know, uh, you don't love, sitting in front yeah. of the computer for hours on in editing. Uh, but I was able to get other people. And what I found is, is go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, when I start, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours it's
0: in. And there's no.
1: Yeah. They're no like, I just need to put titles on it. It'll be fine. And then you can't find the right ones. And then yeah. they're like, well, I should have done that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely. Yeah. Fall,
0: starts it's off surprising. like, oh man, I'm going
1: to finish this one going to be i'm going to be consistent and make sure i work at least and then it's just like i'm six hours and like i haven't taken a break like i said i was going to and i'm miserable and i can't think anymore
0: <laughs> well that's because me and you we're energized by movement by interaction by talking by connection you know and in our opposite
1: remembering the the result though is what it really gets me is delivering the product and getting the kind of like oh my god you know that um that great reaction is kind of what keeps well you live for
0: the yeah but if you don't so that's why when I did same day edits that was fantastic but what didn't motivate me is when I didn't do something that could garner up the reaction so if you're showing the video in person or something but if you just get it done send them an email and then you're like you got an email back that said great job buddy it's like okay (laughs) (laughs) but if you take the video into the barbershop and you sit with the guys and they're like dude man that's awesome you know you're like hell yeah this is great I love that Cause again, you, uh-huh. you, some people, they don't care if that happens. I mean, everybody wants a reaction to some degree, but there are, our opposites again are very less motivated by needing that. Like we almost uh-huh. need it. When we're not getting it, it makes us a lot less motivated.
1: I feel also too, like, uh, I want their money to be well spent. Sure. With me. Well,
0: that's why I was uh-huh. going to say the, the getting interviews, getting testimonials and getting stories of people's whose lives have been like, I could see, I think I've seen a barbershop video actually that, that, that there's levels of like even for me, like when I get a haircut, my confidence boosts. You know, there's something, yeah. there's something more powerful about me when I I get my haircut versus if I let it grow for a month. And then as soon as I get it, I'm just like, I feel good, I'm smiling more, I'm more, more confident. So that level of like, what is what's what's the experience that somebody has at the barbershop? You know, what is that experience that that getting that haircut from that particular person or at that particular place? Maybe they went to places for years and they always got different results, but these guys, you know, gals know how to dial it in exactly right for them, and every time it's spot on, and they just feel great, and 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 they're so good, they're fun to be around, like it's an experience every time I go in, like these are the sound bites that you start to get, and now when people get that, they get more of a behind the scenes, like before they even have to go in those doors to know are these people gonna be friendly, what do they sound like, how do they interact, like what's gonna happen, that trust can be built. And we've seen that those types of things are more like I was able to double what I charged for event videos when I went from music video edits only to filming interviews and testimonials and weaving those in. Plus, we were able to create more videos for them and and different types of videos. Because again, I got limited. I mean, I can keep changing. If I go shoot the crap out of an event, I can make a bunch of different music video edits with different songs or whatnot. But it all, it'll just start to fall together. Like there's no, you're emotionally, you're not as pulled in as if you hear somebody talk about their, their pain or their struggle or their story or the experience and these things, you can connect with that individual. Um, You know, so it's an interesting thing, but I mean, I will, first of all, I want to ask you too, like what, are there questions like I mean I've been probing a lot cuz I've been trying to dig some things out but what what's holding you up right now? I mean it sounds like you know what 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 can I answer for you? What is something that you're, you'd like me to
1: what I what would really you know help me is is being able to put everything into some type of package because I really am not I'm concerned with, like, I'm concerned with kind of the people that will go on my website and go, oh, $1,500 for a photo shoot for my wedding. That's what I want. You, I know a lot of people have the strategy, like, what's your budget? Oh, okay. I'll, well, if you have $2,000, that's how much it's going to cost to hire me. That's eventually what I want to get. And right now, I, I don't know how to really reach that. Every job is just kind of quote, I guess. And I feel like there's so many, that's the other thing too. There's so many different ways to do it. What's right? Yeah,
0: well, you're not a, I always talk with with companies like what you've, the videos you've got here and everything. You're not, you're not this black and white, one size fits all in a box. Like go to a website, hit a buy button, e commerce type of site where you're having the most optimized site and you're just going to have endless people that come to it and then they're going to percentage are going to buy and then, you know, you're going to have other videographers going out because you just, you know, if you sold $300 video, like I got a guy right now that I'm doing coaching with, he's 20 years old, freaking just did 20,000 last month, but his prices are in that like 500 to $2,000 range. So they're very still kind of affordable. He's a beast. He's very driven. So he's out there just, he's less distracted than me and you. I'll just put it that way. And so he's out there constantly just knocking down doors, chamber of commerce, meeting people, connecting. And, um, and he has kind of a formula to how he's creating things, you know? And so the problem is, is yeah, if, if everything you do is inconsistent and different, and you're just kind of flying by the seat of your pants, then it's going to be, it's going to be difficult. I know you want packages, but I think that what I ended up having is like, you can look at the, I mean, the videos I've watched so far, I watched uh, two of them, I think they have a similar look and feel. And so, you know, that's where if it's, I go into a place for two hours and you get a 60 second music video, you can kind of package that up and be like, yeah, that costs 500 bucks. You know, there's that aspect. Um, But, you know, then what you're kind of saying is, is now I just keep finding new people all the time who will be willing to pay $500 to make one of these types of videos. Um, But the other aspect is how can you go deeper with one person? So rather than $500 over and over and over again from different people. How do you do something for, you know, free to cheap per se? I I typically lean to free rather than something super cheap. You do the thing for free. I like to use the kind of videos you're making honestly as the free ones and then being not a one trick pony and being able to go in and create a vision for what else is possible to potentially create like a content strategy where now we can do videos on a regular basis and now they're paying you $5,000 to do that they're paying you $1,000 a month to do that whatever that looks like but rather than just I've got to endlessly find new people for a one-off project how can I go deeper with the person that's already staring me right in face that likes me and wants to do something and how do I create because I think that the day and age too of silver bullet videos and marketing where I'm going to have one thing one time and I'm good to go it's just not there anymore You know, they need to have, as you know, a a presence on a regular basis of of things that are consistently coming out. Um, You know, the thing that I, why I keep questioning, because I don't go too deep. Like when somebody just says to me, I want to get more wedding bookings, I'm probing to see if that person really wants to do weddings. Because there's no reason to go down a path of helping to get more weddings when they don't really want to do weddings. So it's like I keep probing with you because there's that level of what really gets you excited and and how do we find that?
1: That does get me excited is uh, I think the being versatile makes me excited because also in my area there's just such a lack of real quality videographers. And I think that's kind of what draws me to that. But I think the other thing that holds me back too is that – um i am afraid of being too overwhelmed with all the stuff that i have going on right now and so i'm afraid
0: that's why the versatility and doing too many things it's just like it's impossible it's an impossible yeah, task never-ending cycle of
1: like how do i navigate all you of have this? to
0: say i mean the, the reality is of how you navigate is that's where as much as we don't want to at some point in time there has to be the word no has to come out of our mouth the 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 focus yeah. has to happen and the yes to everybody with a pulse that comes knocking down your door and having nothing that you ever really stand for. You're just like, if they need a phot- photographer or they need video, then I can do it. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what they want. It doesn't matter what they look, what it looks like. If they describe it, I'm going to be able to do it. And, and that's it. That that's going to cause you to be in a, in, a, in a state of, I mean, there's a seasons in life. That's something to get some momentum because you're getting your name out there. You're getting some brand awareness and recognition. That's great. But it's not a – you don't want to live in that season of life because it's unsustainable because you're just going to end up I, – I, I think with you, and you've probably already seen it happen because you're saying it's, it's starting back up again with like the show and some of the – you're balancing life back out. The problem is is you're like the train going down the track. You know, To get a train going down the track is difficult to get it going, get the momentum. And if you stop the train, you got to start back up. Yeah, but yeah. if you got it bulldozing down the, the track, it's hard to stop. The problem is, is if you don't get it going down the track, then you're in that state of like, oh, jobs are coming in, jobs are coming in. Life happens. And then yeah. all you go into outer space for six months. Nobody Now that momentum dies and you're still not known in the, in, in the area. And, and the thing I've run into that you've got to trust is everything. And me and you can tend to have that stop, start, stop, start, stop, start mentality, which then loses trust with people because they can't trust we're going to be there in a week because we were there for six months and then we disappeared for a year and a half. Um, And that's, it's a blessing and a curse. But again, from business, because this is the big overarching theme here in business Building trust is very important, but if we're stopping and starting, stopping and starting, and we're in different things all the time, nobody trusts us to. You know, that's why it's hard to charge a lot of money because two to three hundred dollars isn't a big risk for anybody. You know, I don't have to trust you that much to give you two hundred bucks, but I got to trust you (laughs) a lot more to give you three thousand dollars. You know, so if you've only shot over three-year period of time, three Ken Sierras or whatnot, like you're the guy who I'm more than happy to give five hundred bucks to, but I'm less likely to give. $5,000 too,
1: right? Yeah.
0: You don't have any track record and you don't, there's no experience really there. You don't have that many to show you don't have. The problem is too. There's not a, I have to have Steve. There's the video would be nice. And that's why it's low value on their, on their value ladder because they don't, they didn't quite think about it. Oh, Steve's video. Okay. That's cool. You have a talk and it's like, you're like 500 bucks. Like that sounds great. But if you told them 5,000, they might be like, oh my God, I do not know that, you know, because they don't have to have Steve. They don't even have to have video. You can start charging more when the demand's there and it's like, I'm not looking anywhere else. I've been seeing Steve for the last three years. His work is amazing. When I get married, I got to have Steve. So now, unless you're crazy in your pricing, they're not going to look anywhere else and they're going to hire you. And on certain levels, you've got control over the pricing, but to do these kinds of things we have to be consistent. And we have to be consistent in a few areas. We have to like, when my business took off, I decided there's one style of video we do. That's it. If you need if you came to me and wanted the quote unquote, cheesy car commercial, it's like if that's really what you want. So I describe and and share what we do and how I think it works great and best or whatever. If they're still like, no, we want this, then I'd be like, I'm not I'm not the right guy for you. And that yeah. took me years to build up the confidence and the certainty. No, the, the, Quality. One,
1: I do yeah. that with that's my buddy who owns the gym, the CrossFit gym, and a lot of those. Now those are more testimonials, standing and talk. We had some interviews in there. Is that on your website? Yeah, yeah. And then I had some interview. I did an interview series for uh, Fit Chef meals. Those are sit down, you know, a couple angle close up and. Medium shot, just watching other interviews. So, those were some that I did. Those were actually a lot of fun. And that's when I got a little bit into micing people up and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, But uh, he's one that will bring a video that is like, just (laughs) like, you want to make that? (laughs) Like, why did they, like, the super cheesy stuff? And I'll just be like, Man, like, you think that's funny, but not everybody's going to think that's funny. Yeah. So do something that everybody can, you know, benefit from. You're a gym. You don't have to make this stupid video that has nothing to do with anything just because you thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, like, it's not the point, you know what I mean? Well, and, and want- I,
0: I think that there's those levels. That's where you guide them. And, and sometimes people want certain things and it might work, but you're not the best suited to do that. And, right, so if yeah. you don't, and if you don't want it, like I find that that's where pricing things as well. If you don't really want to do that and you won't be able to be, like, be proud of that to me, if we're literally just doing something for a paycheck from somebody, then why not? I mean, you could argue, well, at least I'm getting to run around with my camera, but yeah. at the same time, if it's not something that you're going to be proud of, you'll want to share. If somebody else came and said, will you do that for me? You'd be like, hell yes. I can't wait to do that again. Um yeah. person's going, oh my God, another one of these, then you might as well make money at your job and then spend your time just focusing on music. Like that's how I feel sometimes. Like if we're going to be self-employed, we're going to do our own thing, then shouldn't the projects and the things we're working on be things we're excited about to something? Now there's always going to be a percentage of things to some degree that you might either turn into a nightmare or something, but we have some control. And and if we're going to control that, then we should dictate at least the things, and, and that's where you guide, you go, oh, you know what, Johnny over here is killer at making those types of videos, refer to Johnny, but then Johnny might not be able to make the kind of videos you make, and so when stuff comes in, that, and that ebb and flow can happen where you start building that kind of community of friends who stand for something, and when you're the wrong fit, you refer to the right fit. I always say one person's trash is another's treasure, you know, and yeah. so that stuff happens, but that's important.
1: Yeah, I I definitely, you know, I enjoy most of the, you know, there's some where it's kind of like, but I think it's even, it's honestly, it's even that way with music. I mean, there's a lot of parts that, there's a lot of times where I'm just like, it sucks or, you know, I Hmm, play something that I want to play, you know what I mean? I play it good, but I just played it because I knew you were going to ask me to play it and I have to play it. You know, there's a lot of that stuff everywhere, but I think. Of course. I think what holds me, maybe the fear of—I don't know how to word it—the fear of succeeding and responsibility to add on to what I have, and that should be a positive, and it definitely is. And I hate to well, see. It, it, but, that, but, it's, but yeah, it's not as it's,
0: crazy like that as that it sounds. One. Because the thing is, is that like right now, I mean, full transparency. You know, I, I've i been scheduling about three of these calls a day. So the thing yeah. is, it's, it's working. I'm enjoying them. All that is great. But then the people who at the same time, you know, pay me for other things, then I have less time for that. So now it's that balancing act that starts to happen. So I'm having happen what I want. Like I, I did one of these calls with a gal who, when she really described it out, she had everything she wanted. She was impacting and and teaching the youth. She was a basketball coach and she was creating content. The problem for her was, is it was way out of balance. So she was spending eight to 10 hours a day, five days a week with the kids. And she wanted to spend some more time. So it isn't, she wanted to cut that out. She did not like it, but it was so far out of whack that she had way less time to spend creating content. So she really wanted More And she's more of a freedom seeker, so that being boxed in, like, I have to be here Monday through Friday, 10 hours a day, no choice, like, that is like a caged animal, because she was, you know, similar to us. So it's it's like, well, how do I be able to create this scenario where I still get to teach and impact and be around the, the kids, but I can do it a little bit more on, on, a, on a more fluid schedule where, you know, and so that's the problem that we can run into in life is that we can have right in, in the palm of our hands exactly what we want. Just sometimes it gets way out of whack. And there's always yeah. going to be balance, a balancing act that's happening, but too much if we, I mean, water. I mean, one can die on water. That sounds insane, but, you know, I can't have 30 gallons of water a day. I might love yeah. it. It might be good for me. But too much of it is, and it's just like salt. Salt can be great on food. But if I pour half the, you know, whatever of salt onto the thing and like overload it, now it tastes like crap. So there there can be levels of things that we love and can be great, but it can be way too out of whack, way too out of balance. And so we can be succeeding in having things we want, but sometimes it's easier to stay in this state of kind of what you're kind of saying, almost complacency of like, you know, that's not great it's not bad, but you know, what happens if I end up too much of this? Like that, that seems like, you know, and I've heard that a yeah. lot of people and, and thought that the, the the success thing, like people are less afraid of failing and more afraid of what is the weight and responsibility. I already have so much responsibility. I don't know that I want anymore.
1: Right. Right. Um, yeah, and yeah, that's, that's kind of where it is. Because the other thing too, you know, I believe, you know, I, kind of put a lot of the leadership and all that kind of stuff toward the end only because I feel like from a personal standpoint, I, I already possess, uh, possess a lot of those skills. I already work with people very well. I have a warehouse where everybody there is older than me by a good amount, but I'm still able to lead and know the clear difference between authority and, you know, power and all that kind of stuff. I mean.
0: But that business, that's what I just told somebody the other day, that business though, what we forget is we get to be in the most kindest way, a cog within yeah. a whole bunch of cogs. Like you're, right. you're, there's a whole bunch of people that run that business. It's not just Steve. Yeah. Steve doesn't do everything right. in that business there. You've got the, right. Employees right. the people. And I think when we go right. self-employed, it's not impossible to have a business right. that makes decent money being the sole person, but look at a movie. You know, it takes it can take fifteen minutes to scroll through the credits a hundred miles an hour sometimes because there's fifteen thousand people that worked on the movie. But yeah, when we're self-employed, definitely. all of a sudden it's like I will be and do everything. And we're yeah. typically only good. There's anomaly kind of people who have are very kind of can be what extroverted, talkative, communication type of thing. And like I'm thinking of one buddy of mine, he's got that, but then he's also got the very analytical system structures, details, organization. <laughs> But that's more of a, I call a hybrid kind of person. A lot of people are either details, organization, you know, that kind of person, or they're the opposite. They're not usually, we all have elements of everything, but we're going to lean more naturally into certain areas versus others. And in business to really, you know, uh, that's why, you know, I see people who who just want to edit. They can either they can be a freelancer and just edit. They can be employed and just edit. But if they really only want to edit and they try to be the guy who's essentially selling jobs that need to be shot, and then they got to get shot, and then they got to get scheduled, and then they get to edit, they typically struggle with that because the, they would much rather prefer to just be in the editing bay editing. So by having to think, well, to edit things need to be shot and I need footage to edit. So now I'm going to have to be out there selling jobs, getting them shot, getting them negotiated. Then on the back end of that, I'll finally get to edit. Um, I mean, I saw people buying full-time filmmaker who I'm coaching, who literally bought it so that they could learn to shoot better. So they'd have something to edit because they couldn't figure out how to get footage. And get <laughs> What's that?
1: to get the actual shots yeah so they're
0: like well i guess i'll have to shoot myself so i have something to edit because i can't figure out and then once you open up the world that there's people out there who need a person like him who who is great at getting jobs and shooting but they don't really love to edit and so that person when you start to combine forces i mean i remember back in the day i thought that i had to be the one like my clients wouldn't be happy if i didn't edit it You know, and then once I let it go once and I didn't tell anybody that, no, I wasn't the one to edit it and they loved it. I thought, oh, well, I mean, quite frankly, I guess they still thought I edited it, but somebody else (laughs) did and they were happy. And it was like, I was hooked because as a whole outside of doing the same day edit, I didn't love, I just didn't love editing. I mean, and now the more contrast I have in life, the more I experience the opposite. I mean, I barely at times can want to experience, you know, getting on my computer and, you know, emails and anything that's not me being able to communicate or connect. Some of it's necessary, but at the same time, I, I've dealt with enough high achievers that 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 understand that they don't have to do everything. I mean, people can look at them like you're crazy. Why do you have, you know, I don't have any of this right this second. But seeing some of these people, where you know, even as simple as their laundry or food, you know, these these certain things where they they have because they. They recognize from a business. It's like, it's all about what one wants. None of it's right and perfect for everybody. But, you know, uh, not that you have to outsource your laundry, right, and these things, but they are so dialed in. You know, you've seen the things of hearing about like Steve Jobs or Zuckerberg or some of these people who wear the same clothes all the time because literally they, they say that the mental bandwidth to pick out different clothes or do that, they don't want to waste because they have very, very limited willpower to do certain things in a day. And I recognize that about myself. Like, if I got to sit in front of the computer and start putting together a proposal and doing that, I'll procrastinate and go do something else. I mean, I've literally lost jobs. If I'm busy enough and money's fine, and somebody, I talk to somebody and they're like, oh my God, that sounds so great. Can you send me an email like recapping all that and breaking all this down and da, 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 da? <laughs> if I don't need the money, like I, I might end up losing that job simply because <laughs> sitting down in front of that computer and creating that. And you laugh because you're probably like, yeah, I, I get that.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's just like, yeah. Where it's like, just remember everything I told you. <laughs> Is that what your dad's saying? Is that what you mean? Or- that, no, 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 that's me. That's oh, me. That's just, you said- yeah. Just like, yeah. I'm the same way. It's just kind of like, or, or I'll be like, yeah, 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 I'll do that when I get home. And then like, okay one thing happened on my way home and now I'm completely derailed. You know what oh, I mean? Like, I get it.
0: I get it. So. But there. But if we don't, so I say all that going, I've lived and breathed that a hundred percent. And it's still a lot of it on certain levels still impacts me today, but I have to recognize you have to recognize anybody listening has to recognize that if that's a weakness, the likelihood of you overcoming it and getting like the fish climbing a tree aspect, like you're all of a sudden, it's like, you're a head of lettuce, but you're going to continue to think that you're going to use that to hammer nails. Because mm-hmm. you know what, it, it kind of works. I mean, it kind of works. Yeah. I, I'm just going to keep trying, you know, but you realize, no, if I just make a salad with my head of lettuce, I'll be good. If I'm a hammer, then I'll use a hammer to hammer nails. I won't try to eat it. And that sounds so stupid when we hear it. But we do that in life and business. It's like, you know that that emails an organization, it's, you're like, oh, wow, it's been, I mean, for me on some of it, I I go, okay, it's been about 10 years of me kind of making excuses that I'm supposedly going to change or get better at this certain things. And they just never happen. So I can either continue to think eventually in life, I might change, or I can go, if this is a necessary part of me being in business, I'm going to have to get support for it, or else it's just going to continue to be an endless thing I make excuses about.
1: So do you find value in things like honeybook and those kind of things or, or do you Well yeah sure those things
0: are great but i still they they definitely can help uh, i still don't love i mean full transparency i mean i still don't i had a thing called shoot cue uh for a long time but i mean you know again they don't help me a lot personally like i they they help for sure but I still I procrastinate wanting, it's like I mentioned earlier, like digging in and studying the Facebook ads. If that were a necessary part of my business, it, there's, there's, there's apps, there's applications, there's, there's courses you could buy, there's all this stuff. But it's still like the monkeys are telling me to get up in the trees, but I'm the fish. And I'm like, come on, get up here. I've got all the, the right stuff for you. So there's stuff that can help. I mean, it's an extreme scenario because obviously the fish climbing a tree is next to impossible. But there's things in our life that may seem impossible that we can willpower through, right? Like I can, I can willpower through certain things for sure, but is my best, like my best activity is is talking to people, communicating, building relationships, connecting, you know, doing that. You put me too much behind the computer where even if I have a great application like a honeybook or shoot queue or these things, I'm gonna waste time. Whereas what I might procrastinate that over the course of trying to do a 20 minute task takes me two hours and a person good at that would do it in 20 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Now in the beginning, there's some of I, I had to lean more on my ability to get business like what you were doing, like some of that. Let me get $300 jobs. Okay. You know what? I'm shooting five days a week all day long and I'm doing, you know, maybe one or two $300 jobs a day, but do that because you're going to be better at potentially creating the cash flow. That then it's going to allow you to get some support. If you focus too much on the things you're not good at, you won't even have the cash flow to to do anything, and and that's mm-hmm. the problem. So I was always much better at earning money than I honestly was at keeping money, and mm-hmm. you, you know I, that was always a weakness. I've I've learned to get better, but I still have support because I'm still weak. So I have to do things that circumvent my weaknesses. You know, either that's don't you know what you you know um, what's that um out of mind, out of sight. So I have to have certain money, just auto go places because if I see it, if I think I have it, then I'll probably potentially spend it. Um, not having credit cards as a collective whole. I mean, I was horrible with that throughout my, my life, you know, but so there's, there's so much to get into and I have to wrap up here in a second, but you know, that's, I I just am a firm believer because I've seen when I try to be Superman and it can work Basically, I'm, I'm a survivor. I'm of the type of personality where I'll make it work. I will always survive, but I won't thrive if I try to be Superman. Um, and yeah. it, gets very, it can get very overwhelming. I can get burnt out. But if I get a little bit of support, it doesn't mean an army. I don't need to employ or contract or get help from 80 different people. Just a few strategic people um, can make a huge difference. And that can be as simple as, like, making sure that you get, a, get an accountant. You know, somebody like me and you are just going to, you know, say we need to do it. Say I need to put the thing in QuickBooks, put the thing in QuickBooks. And then the years passed. You didn't pay any taxes yet. I'm speaking from total truth and us here. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I owe all this money. Now what do I do? Because I don't even have it because I basically thought, you know, I would uh, be better at saving it. But I wasn't. So there's these things that can happen. So if you don't put these fail safes in recognizing you probably won't willpower yourself, unless it becomes an absolute like, you know, for me, if I didn't do the same to edit, it took a father of the bride practically chewing me out for me to spend 24 hours straight editing the wedding video. Yeah. Because there was other more important in my not this is I don't look at this positively. But in my mind, I filmed their wedding, they theoretically don't have a deadline. And so now this corporate event comes across and says they need their video on September 25th. So by God, even though the wedding came before that corporate shoot, if I don't have the video ready for September 25th, they're never going to hire me again. Well, the couple, this is my rationale. This is not right way of thinking. Like this isn't, this isn't how things should be, but I'm thinking, well, the couple's not going to like these theoretically aren't hiring me again. Anyways, I already did my, I'll get to it. I'll get it done. But I tend to prioritize a couple who would bring me in photos for a slideshow say they need it in nine months, but we're really organized. It's like they get it in eight months and 29 days. Like I wouldn't yeah. work on that thing for, because there would always be plenty of other things and I didn't right. need to do it. So there's blessings yeah. and curse the way we, way we think, man. And, and if we don't watch it, you'll just end up in this cycle. And another three years from now, you'll kind of just be getting by. You'll, you'll be getting some jobs. You probably have life, hap- I call it life happening. Some other life yeah. happen thing will happen and you'll throw you off, but you'll will survive. Like I have no doubt you'll continue to pay your bills, get by, and 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 do that. But if you don't start to to own some of the the, not shortcomings because somebody else wishes that they had what you have and you wish right. you had. We are who we are, but there are weaknesses. And if we continue to try to, I, I believe we get better at things we genuinely want to get better at. But if we didn't have to. Like things that we don't want to get better at, but think by necessity we have to, I don't know. Those are things I I think we can, but we're less likely to get better at them very fast because we really don't want to. And if we didn't have to, we wouldn't do it. But things that you're like not good at that you genuinely want to get better at, you'll get better at because you'll put the effort in, you know, for the things in your music, but in anything in life, you know, but if there's areas that we, if we didn't have to, we wouldn't do, I just find that those are the ones I'm still talking about. Eight years yeah. later, and acting like, "Wow, I'm just so shocked!" This keeps happening over and over and over and over and over again. So, well,
1: this is this is certainly something that I I would like to uh, uh, make uh, a full time thing. Not not to say like full time filmmaker, but uh, that kind of was something that drew me to like uh, another creative outlet that is. Not only something I use personally, but it is happens to be a lucrative business opportunity if you can do it. Yeah. Well, properly. you said
0: earlier you like to create. Yeah. Right? And so there's that mm-hmm. level of at least with video, you see a viable business opportunity that allows you to be creative and get paid right. easier to do it in your mind. And and probably there's a, there's a lot of truth to it than the area that you might love the absolute most. Um, yeah. But it's to create. I I just there's nothing I hate and more than not having people get to do and spend time on the thing they do love the most. And like, how do we integrate that more? Um, That's what I love. It might not be that your music is ever this, you know, full-time thing, but it's like, we shouldn't go years not doing it. You know what I mean? Our soul is missing inside if we do too much. Like if you just, again, if I'm like, I got to get by, I got to get pay my bills. So I go get a job that involves me being in a cubicle with zero interaction with human beings, I might as well jump off a cliff because that would be the most horrible thing to do to me. But I'm just like, well, you know what, I got to pay my bills. Well, at least having enough self-awareness to put me in some kind of position that I interact with people, even if I just got to pay my bills, but to do, to remove a part of me, which is really what we're doing on this call right now. Like I love this and other people think I'm crazy. Like they don't want to have calls with people. They don't want to do that, right? Like our opposite, that's why I'll get less of it because on certain levels, my opposite is less inclined to want to be doing this type of thing. They'd rather me typing responses back and forth to them. It doesn't mean they'll never do it because people do for sure. And people who are the opposite doesn't mean they don't speak or talk or interact. It's just different. Um, no, but, and, and, and so that's my thing. And, and, and I recognize that doing this kind of work with somebody like yourself is a part of me that is a calling. I can't shake it. So those things like music probably is, is a calling for you. It's something you can't shake. Um, and so making sure that no matter what you do your best to integrate that. And if it can't be, a financial thing as a whole, that's fine, but it's gotta be part of your life or else there'll be a part of your soul that's just missing. And you always feel yeah. a lack of fulfillment. I'm, I'm sure that's... Um,
1: I mean, yeah, that happened, you know, not to get too grim or anything. I mean, I'm, I've am i had time to, you know, deal with my father's passing and all that kind of stuff, but that was a huge part of... That was one of the biggest things, you know, I didn't play for a few couple of years. I didn't I'm mean, sure. I, yeah, I, I can't, can't imagine. Anything, and then you kind of come... Out of the ashes and the dust and the, and the rubble, and you go. Everything's still happening, and I need to, <laughs> you know, make things happen as well. But when you started just,
0: playing music again, did that did that bring some life back to you?
1: Oh, big time! Sure. It brought back life, and I think uh, other people recognized that it was kind of bringing me back to uh, a previous more um, driven individual, I guess, because it was like, okay, well, you can still do all of these things. The only difference between now and when I was making a living playing music is like you say, everybody would heard me all the time and they would go, oh, I want Steve to come play. I want Steve to go play that. I want to. So It was really interesting that you said yeah. that I was everywhere. I was yeah. playing everywhere. I was playing. I lived in a college town. I lived by Dallas Fort Worth. You had a brand, you, know,
0: you had awareness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we, and it was awesome. So it's kind of funny to think about that as to remember you saying that because yeah, it's, it's, it's just the only difference now is that I'm not doing it. And then I was doing
0: it. Yep, and that's, that's, that's going to be the same thing for your production company. And that's yeah. the people who end up getting momentum is because quite frankly, they gain, I mean, I did 22 hours of jumpstart sessions inside a full-time filmmaker before I even considered doing ones like this before I turned into a podcast and it mm-hmm. took people sending me messages you know after I did the 20 of them before they even reached out because it was like and one guy I just talked to the other day was like yeah I gotta say when I first saw the first few it was kind of like a Parker's ad you know I'm seeing it who's this guy I don't trust him what's yeah. going on why right. is he you know and there's that level but by being there and being there and being there and being there and then finally you watch one and you're like, okay, I'll listen. And so that's everything in life. And that's why the more splintered you are, the harder it is for that what you just you did experience with music, no matter right. what it is you're trying to do if we're doing too many things in too many diverted areas, then we have no depth again anywhere, which then that thing that you experienced won't happen because it's like, if I only see this guy once and I don't see him again, or, you know,
1: it's, I mean, that's the same thing that we would say about the guys who go play one or two times. (laughs) You'd be like, man, I got to play more. He's never here.
0: But pointing out that the music, (laughs) I, I think that there's that level of everybody needs to realize that there's that thing that, there's things, plural, that we do that light us up and make us happy and bring us joy. And sometimes we do it so much and then we start to let one slip, two slip, three slip. And before we know it, we're depressed or unhappy, but we've removed all these aspects of our life that bring us, bring us life and bring us joy. And if we do it again, like I can be having a crappy day and if I get on and do something like this, it starts to evaporate. Like I kind of forget what... It was bothering me because this is something that I love to do so much. But if I keep digging a deeper ditch in front of the computer and, you know, looking at documents and emails and and, and details and organization, like if something bad happened before I got to dig into that, that thing gets, you know, even larger because I'm already not being super lit up by this activity. Now it just exasperates the, the bad thing that already was. But when I do the thing, and I see others like yourself with music or whatever, when we do that stuff, that's kind of our calling, our soul, and, and regardless of money, we just have to make sure we're doing it because it's the stuff that, that that does bring us joy. And then others around us get to experience that joy because we're we're ultimately happy. But uh yeah. hey man, I'm gonna have to yeah. I'm gonna have to actually wrap this up here. Yeah, um, please,
1: man.
0: hopefully texts. that was uh, yeah. hopefully that was helpful. I know somebody like you. Like me, it can take years of even hearing some of the things we're talking about before there's that I, I hate to say I wish the clarity could happen and then like a snap your finger, snap, crackle, pop, but it 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 can take time because we can be a little dense sometimes. And sometimes you've got to increase the frequency of life experience so that your confidence and the clarity can come quicker. Cause if you do it too slow, you might already change well, direction. You know? Yeah,
1: I believe in the value of interactions. So even in my music, I take private lessons via Skype. I do things. Perfect. I like to see somebody and talk to you and see, get perspective. Perspective is one of the most valuable things. Yeah. You can get others' perspectives. It is, and it is like you say, every time I do something, it chips a little way, makes another little dent in there, yeah. like sticks. Yeah. But yeah, it is hearing it a million times. like, All right. Like, you know, but you need to keep—I don't know—affirming it, yeah. Or I get it. What it is, but um, yeah, no. I, I found a lot of of good stuff here, man. I, I appreciate you reaching out, and um, um, I hope to keep in touch and and you know, uh, pick your brain in the future. You know what I mean? And and uh, and keep doing this, man. This is awesome. Keep connecting with people. I think this is a great idea, and um, uh, it, it, people will find value. I certainly did. And I I I'm excited
0: to get people to experience because I've done all the solo ones. I'm excited to get people to experience the uh, yeah. these calls to to dive in and hear somebody else's story to relate to it and be like, oh, yeah. I empathize with that. I get that, you know.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, cool, man. Well, I guess we just recognize the similarities. Um, I mean, I don't know those energies. I guess hit and said, don't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, That's what I'm
0: saying. It's it's fascinating because I I like I said 80 20 right now is like the majority of people are, are similar to me in some some respect, yeah. which is that that pull. Uh, because from a professional standpoint, we t- tend to attract a like type of individual. Mm-hmm. In a personal like relationship, we tend to attract our opposite because they will balance us out. Uh, right. but in Business, we we get attracted sometimes if somebody who's like us because we can jam and we you know we get that. Uh, similar so yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Awesome, Michael, man. I'll let you get going, man. I I actually got to head out here too, but uh, thank you so much.
0: There you have it. Another episode of Jumpstart Sessions, and I hope you enjoyed that episode. So if you yourself would like to be coached on a future episode of Jumpstart Sessions, just head on over to jumpstartsessions.net and click get coached on the podcast. Again, as of the recording of this episode, they are free as long as they can be used as a podcast episode. I would really love to help you gain a greater level of clarity, confidence, and connection in your life and alignment in your business so that you can move faster and make things happen without so much resistance. So I look forward to connecting with you in the future. Have an amazing rest of your day and keep rocking and rolling. Take care.